0: How are you doing? This is Dusty Rhodes and welcome to Tech Radio for 10 Years, the number one Irish tech podcast, bringing you the latest in tech from around Ireland and across the world. All brought to you by the PRTG Network Monitor from Paisler.com. Remember, as well as our show on air with RTE and online via the website or your favourite podcasting app, we keep you bang up to date on all things tech every day with hourly updates and daily newsletters, which you can grab for free at techcentral.ie. Joining me as always is our our editor-in-chief, Nile Kitson. And Nile, we're just having a chat today on a topic that you have come up with. Tell me what the title of the topic we're going to discuss.
1: Yeah, well, we, we had a sit down and we kind of went off and, and did our own little thing for a while. I mean, I came back with this idea of things we are over. Things that had a good run with us that, you know, we were entertained by for a while. And now let's just shelve it for a little bit. Maybe we'll come back in the future. But, you know, I I sort of had a a think about how we operate the show. And I was thinking, you know, generally even handed, generally open minded, uh, occasionally correct.
0: Okay, you sound like you're talking about somebody else. I would never put myself in any of those categories.
1: Well, <laughs> oh, there you go. That's our that's our tagline, just to get people enthusiastic about what we do. Give, give me the first example of what it is you're okay. talking about. the first thing that I am over, the app economy...
0: Oh, oh, and what a good example. All right, okay, so we've had the app
1: economy for what? T- uh, 10, ten years, years now, yeah. 10 years at this yeah. stage, okay. So uh, why, why are you just fed up with it? Okay, so the average person I think downloads about 90 apps onto their, their smartphone and I guess most of them go unused. Most apps aren't updated after a year um, and this whole thing of, you know, we'll take, uh, you know, 30% of your revenue, you get to keep the other 70% and there are all these monetization options. You can charge for your app directly, you can do in-app Purchases, which the likes of uh, Candy Crush did particularly well out of for for a while, when people bought up uh, bought to uh, up their levels and spent a ridiculous amount of money. You knew a guy who spent stupid money on leveling up in uh, Candy Crush. Yes, I did. Yeah, a big credit card bill of uh, a couple of grand, uh, and for what you know. So, but we're actually getting to the stage now where I haven't downloaded. Um, actually, no, I'll tell a lie. I, I'll tell you the last app I downloaded. But uh, in general, the last time I browsed the App Store, I just went, "What a load of junk." none of this improves my life in any way shape or form the last apps that i downloaded were the dublin city library app which i recommend everyone do uh well if you're not in dublin i guess it's not particularly relevant but the library's app um, and there's also a magazine reader app that's associated with it you need to get a pin number from your local library and that actually gives you access to a whole host of digital editions of magazines that they carry Really good, really nice facility to have. Also, you you, you can even—it's a wonderful app, actually. You, you can do so much with it. I thoroughly recommend it. Um, go down to your local library. They've even changed the the opening hours. I think they they're like eight a.m. now till maybe they're Are, closing at eight p.m. Now we're I not, we're not plugging it's the libraries. So. Anywho, <laughs> well, what I what I'm saying is, I haven't bought anything through an app in years. Okay. I, my the pace at which I've downloaded apps has decrease significantly and the rate at which I delete them is increasing significantly as space on my phone gets taken up with you know photos of my family and loved ones and things I actually do care about Dusty your take on it are you over the app economy uh, I think it's just something
0: that it's, it's becoming an everyday kind of a thing so yes it's like um, mm, Uh, I I was thinking of like music or radio stations or even TV stations. We live in an era where we all have 259 television stations that we can choose from and we all watch the same six. We all watch the same six shows, not (laughs) even the same six channels. (laughs) (laughs) So I think maybe it's something like that. I would say uh, another way that things that I am over that I don't use. Yeah, do you know what? It's something that I am over and it's a little bit disappointing is Stuff Magazine. Oh, okay. Print's not dead, or, or is it? And it's nothing to do with print or any of that, whether whether it's digital. I happen to like... It's funny, when it comes to books, I'm absolutely 100% happy with the Amazon Kindle, mm. and I'll get stuck in. But with a magazine, I just can't see myself reading a magazine on a tablet. You were talking about the, the mm. library app, the trailer. It's, like, it's, it's weird to me. Um, it's not so much... Stuff magazine itself, it's. How, I I would always buy stuff if I'm flying somewhere. Mm. All right, because you've got that little point between where you get on the plane and the plane actually goes somewhere, <laughs> 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 and that's and that's where I read it. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I find a bit the latest this and the latest that and whatever. And more and more lately, it's just Yonville, Yonville, Yonville. Seen it, seen, seen it, seen it, seen it. Yeah, exactly. Like mm. you know, and I kind of I'm a little bit disappointed in some ways and, and, uh, and I was actually because I was thinking about this particular program asking around and I'm not the only one quite a few of my mates are kind of like yeah I used to read that all the time not anymore it's just it's the same yeah. old same old
1: well I think this is because in magazines the traditional feature at uh, the traditional strength is the feature uh, a good solid 2000 word plus feature you mm-hmm. can read and really get and this is it. from the
0: editor of a magazine so he knows what he's talking about
1: yeah uh, whereas with the likes of any magazine that's sort of product based you're fighting against announcements by companies that mm. want to get the word out about their products as quickly as possible, mm. right? So Sony releases something in the morning. It's up on Tom's hardware. It's up on Ars Technica. It's up on Wired. It's up on TechCentral.ie, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, the nice high-res pick goes to stuff. Their print deadline might be in three weeks' time. It's old
0: by the time it gets to the it's magazine. It's old by the time yeah, it gets yeah. the magazine, Something similar is happening with uh, Hello Magazine and all these celebrity gossip magazines.
1: Well, they've all been hammered by TMZ,
0: haven't they? But but this is it. Like it's it's online. By the time it gets to Hello Magazine, it's like, Mm. wow, that was last year, wasn't it?
1: Not that not that you 're one for the glossies, but, but no i 'm I not but,
0: uh, but I, th- I was uh, uh, this this was something that we used to do a radio program on uh, It was an entertainment feature and the same thing, and even with radio where your your turnaround times are really quick, mm. you can be working on a story at ten a m it can be on the air at twelve o'clock or, or one o 'clock that mm. day or generally the following day. Mm. Um, but yeah, even that's too late because uh, once, once TMZ stick it online, everybody shares it on social media and it's dead within three hours.
1: Yeah, and, and they get stories that they're apparently not paying an awful lot for. But getting there before pretty much everyone else. Exactly. And they have, they have exactly. eyes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so magazines and apps were over. What else is on your list? Okay. Right. Um, I, I had to do a little bit of research on this because I found something. I'm like, I'm, what is this? I'm done with it before I even get started with it. Um, you are familiar with the world of memes. I am indeed. Of course, we all are. And we, we love them, etc. etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, I'm... I'm... I'm going to go into memes general, and then I'm going to drill down mm-hmm. into a specific kind of meme. So, meme is kind of taking something like um a unit of information, uh, usually on uh, you know on the internet, a unit and then of presenting it in a different way. And sort of everybody picks up on it, and it, and it becomes viral. That, that that is the very basic. State of the so a recent th-
0: example would be the picture of Donald Trump and uh, Angela Merkel and all the various takes on that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and there are some of them that I'm just done with. And um, one thing i am done in particular is responding to threads on message boards or on Twitter or things, things like that with a picture meme. It's like, really, that's all you have to contribute to the world. Okay, well done. Um, but there are a few of them in particular i am done. There's like cynical Willy Wonka. You know the <laughs> the one where it's yeah yeah okay that's very funny. <laughs> uh The other one is Success Baby. You know the one it's it's like the the baby and they're like yes yeah yeah yep. it's another one. Um the Game of Throne Throne was one that was quite big a few years ago with Sean Bean. One does not simply insert yeah whatever the hell you want to talk about. Um, Nean Cat. I haven't seen Nean Cat in a good while mm-hmm. now. But um, somebody I I think somebody on 4chan like looped it for twenty four hours or something oh. like that. Four-hour videos. Like the
0: Hitler one was very popular. Uh, downfall, on the Downfall
1: stage. one. Yeah, I I went onto a, a meme generator website and I did one myself, and it was it was quite funny, if I may say so myself. <laughs> um, and uh, the last one I want to talk about is uh, is Roll Safe, which is the one. It's the guy sort of tapping his head, you know, sort of like clever kind kind of thing. I'm like, oh no, done done with it. So you know, those are the basic ones that, that I've had enough of there is a subgenre genre of, of meme that um, uh, delves into this and it's called the dank meme and these are memes and it's quite meta memes that satirise other memes or rather, memes that satirise themselves.
0: Okay, great. So you
1: would take success, baby.
0: This sounds like a Leonardo DiCaprio movie. <laughs> it is a bit Inception. It's right, a dream yeah. within a dream of yeah, a dream.
1: A meme within a meme, uh, which is pretty much what it is, actually. Yeah. So it's, it's yeah, basically just things that are a bit, they're just off. Uh, you can You can look it up. Um, I'm not going to explain it any better. All right, okay, really. You're done with memes. I'm done with memes, put it that uh, way.
0: Here's something I'm done with, and uh, this might cause a little bit of controversy. Okay. Smartphones. From the man
1: who loves his Samsung. Da-da.
0: My little baby, I cuddle it every night.
1: Yeah. <laughs> You are. Is it because you found your perfect smartphone that you are done with smartphones?
0: No, actually, uh, I think it's because uh, I did get the latest and greatest Samsung smartphone, and it's great. Okay, but it's not like oh wow, you've got to check this out. It's like yeah, it's 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 great. Whatever.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I I guess it's you know. When was the last time we were actually excited?
0: That's what I think uh, we're getting at. All right, uh-huh. but I think there's a couple of things to do with smartphones. Okay, one of them is is that they I have reached a certain maturity. Yeah. Where you know for the last, I mean, even even the gadget magazines are kind of going. Well, Barcelona wasn't really that exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> with, with mobile world conference or whatever, um, I think we have just reached maturity in that particular market. and All phones will do pretty much all the main things that people want them to do. Um, Download your 90 apps, only use six of them. (laughs) (laughs) The usual.
1: Uh, So there's nothing really kind of particularly exciting coming out of that. Well, What's what's interesting about that is that the next biggest um, development in mobile communications has nothing to do with phones. It's 5G. It's back to the networks. I mean Mobile World Congress years ago used to be 3GSM. When they were talking about, wow, 3G, it's going to be amazing. 5G
0: is a whole other area. <laughs> Don't even go there.
1: (laughs) Don't even go
0: there. I think uh, with the smartphones, I mean, technologically, I think we have uh, reached a a certain standard. And I think people are happy with it uh, and nothing's really happening. But I'm also over smartphones in the amount of time that I am willingly spending with Mm. my smartphone. Okay, so I'm not going to saying other people are blah, blah, blah. I find myself with any interesting or, or available minute that I have, phone comes out you know, just looking at yeah. whatever social media or the news or my email or whatever, yeah. why don't I you know kind of before smartphones or before mobile phones at all, you would just sit there and you would just look at the ceiling and think about things <laughs>
1: <laughs> or talk to a human being
0: or, or talk to a human being and I think society is kind of missing that just
1: little, I mean do, do you agree? Yeah, well I have, um, I don't have a clock radio at the moment. I'm using the speaker on my iPhone 7 Hmm. um, and I wake up in the morning and I turn on the radio and use the radio through my phone Um, and uh, my partner is like, you do realise the first thing you do in the morning is you get up and you turn on the radio and once you turn on the radio, you turn on Twitter.
0: This is what you do. The first thing you look at is is, is look look at at Twitter. Yeah, Just because
1: it's in my hand.
0: Uh, well uh, precisely first thing I look at is the news Mm. did did Donald push the button while I was uh, asleep Mm -hmm. well there's no point in even asking that question because if he did I wouldn't be looking at my smartphone (laughs) Uh, and then uh, I will check my email um, and then, uh, I suppose, Facebook or whatever, like, you know, just see the, the what's, what's going on, essentially. All before getting out of the bed. All before getting out of the bed. Does and I don't think many people would actually admit to that, but I think pretty much everybody does it. I'd say everybody does it. Everybody yeah. does it, so I don't know. So, I, um, But I, th- there, there is that, um, technologically speaking, that... the the, the other thing that drives me nuts about smartphones is people walking down the road looking at their smartphones now we have this whole thing about you know kind of when you're driving and there's X and TV commercials about sending a text when you're driving and smartphones are not that easy to use especially when you're driving (laughs) Mm. because I I remember no I won't say it because the police will (laughs) knock on my door and arrest me immediately (laughs) Um, but uh, yes, whatever about driving and using a smartphone but just walking down the road and using a smartphone you see it all the time
1: yeah you really do now and I initially when FaceTime came out I was like oh this is just going be another skype thing and people just do it at home no walking around not a bother yeah why do people
0: do that? Like, you know, and it's, 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 we're missing out on that little interaction or just looking at the world around us, which I think pub quizzes, and my wife is always at that. Like, we'd be having a conversation. Who was that guy in the movie? Oh, it was, and I'll be straight out with IMDb <laughs> <laughs> or whatever, and I'll find out. And she goes, that takes the crack out of life a little bit. Yeah. Because you would have that kind of like, oh, who was it? And then maybe yeah. the following day, somebody would mention something and it
1: would click something in your head and you go,
0: ah. Jason Bourne—that's what the uh-huh. character's name was or in the maybe
1: movie. Maybe we should just give ourselves license to not know something.
0: W- precisely,
1: we're it's not okay. We not are to not doing something. that anymore. And
0: I think you know it's changing society, whether that's for the better or for the worse. I don't know the phones themselves. Um, I don't know. Uh, they're, they're bringing back the banana phone with Nokia. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're all going on about there was the sixty-one ten from Nokia. Yeah, I mean, those phones—you could make phone calls on them. You could send your texts. The phone call quality I thought was quite good on them. Uh, the battery lasted for like, what, a week? Forever. <laughs> or forever. You know, kind of, we don't get that with the, the phones that we have yeah. these days. Yeah. So, you know, and if you dropped one of those Nokia phones, so, so no problem. Yeah. well, I dropped my phone. Who cares? Um,. So, yeah, I think that the whole smartphone thing is the way it's changing society is interesting. Mm -hmm. And there's um, a a thing that they're thinking about in the UK. I think they've already done it in France. Other countries are thinking about completely banning smartphones from schools. Good. Uh, Yes, until you're a parent. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Seriously, okay, fair enough. my little Johnny's in school, what if something goes wrong or what if I need to get in touch with me? he needs to have his phone? This is this is the thinking that you go through. Mm. But then you kind of reflect to you know anybody's in the 40s or 50s or 60s will remember going to school in a time where there were no phones.
1: Or walk out of school unaccompanied. Walk out school, you know?
0: Mm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm the type of parent where it's like, you know, if uh, my child goes to school and there's a problem, well, I don't want to know.
1: <laughs> Good parenting
0: there. <laughs> well done. <laughs> so I think smartphones will be kind of a little bit on my... Uh, I but it's something I need... To, I, I probably need to put myself on the list. Okay, okay. <laughs> and how I interact with the smartphones rather than the smartphones.
1: Themselves. Well, you know, okay. We've done two mobile things that have lost... Their Luster. We've done one internet thing that mm-hmm. is, um, the shine has gone off it for me. Now something that is going to be a little bit contentious um, and slightly hypocritical on my part, because okay. uh, when I go to the cinema, I'm not quite up the front, but I'm I'm there thereabouts. Okay. I like being overwhelmed. I've been like there. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, it's a cinema and it's it's a whole ritual thing and it's brilliant. Uh, however, in the home. I have a completely different set of rules. Um, so to this, I am over incredibly large televisions. Oh, I, I don't think a, I
0: could agree with you there. Go on.
1: I have a 32-inch screen at home, very modest by today's standards. Actually, lower end by today's standards. How do you even see it? How can <laughs> you find something so small? Be- because, yeah, well... I mean, we don't live in giant houses, Dusty. I mean, come on. Uh, I I actually did a bit of research um, ahead of this uh, on what the optimal um, uh, distance Mm -hmm. from your your screen to your sofa is to to where you're actually watching your TV. And for uh, my screen, 32 inches, the optimal distance is 4.6 feet, which is actually about right uh, for my house. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're in a 40 inch, uh, 5.6 feet. Mm -hmm. That's not too bad. It's when when you get up to 60 inches, the optimal distance is... Eight feet, four inches. Mm-hmm. Who, si- who sits that far back anyway? People who are really big houses. Oh, for God's sake. Well, <laughs> you can be sure that people going out and buying TVs that big are not getting that kind of distance.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I do have to agree with you in that there is that optimal distance, which just works well because I did put a 40 inch television into a very small room and I was mm. sitting like two feet away from it. I was like, oh man, that's too big. Yeah. And when I say it's too big, it's, it's got to be outrageously <laughs> big. Uh, whereas putting that same room into the main, same screen into the main living room uh, and, and being able to sit that much further away, it was perfect. Yeah, yeah. You know, So I think the same thing, possibly, do you, would you agree the same thing then with cinemas, where you have your normal-sized cinema screen and you sit up the front, and then you've got your IMAX screen, which is just, yeah, you can't take it all in in one go.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, it's a long time now since I was uh, uh, in an IMAX cinema now, but mm. I, yeah, I think the last time I was in one, I just, yeah.
0: I oh, you it. should go again. A friend of mine was down at the IMAX in uh, Parnell Square in Dublin.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he
0: said, and they have it now so that the seats move. And they can yeah. change the temperature in the room and they can uh, give you the impression of rain or it's moisture or whatever. Like, it's bizarre. like that's uh, it, it, it. It's bizarre. Like, Actually, start-
1: the last time I was in an IMAX screen was for... for ah. And um, I, we we got the super expensive seats. They felt like sofas, basically. Mm. And we sat down and we were so far back that I was like, hang on. Like, after paying, you know, top dollar, whatever, um, to go see it, if we had sat up maybe fifth row in Savoy 1... Or any other screen, Mm. we would have actually had the same experience at the screen. Everything was so measured and you were so far back and so optimized that, you know what, it made no difference. So, big TV screens, not for you? Not for me, no. All right, okay. Just be sensible about the size of your screen. I, I actually recommend going to rtings.com just for a, a benchmark on how big your TV should be.
0: Okay. Uh, what else we got hardware uh,
1: on there? You had something about uh, MacBooks, did you? Yeah, um, okay. <laughs> my name is Niall and I'm a Mac user. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. It, it has been five years since my last device. Um yeah, I'm 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 going to say something and it's going to it's going to upset a lot of people uh and it's going to make you laugh. But I am over the MacBook. I'm over it. I'm done. I thought I would have laughed Tom, but it is just the shock. Just
0: <laughs> it might you. it might be one of those delayed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll ring me tomorrow. Going, what did you what did you say? <laughs> I'll be listening back to the podcast tonight going <laughs> what? Why, why are you yeah. over the MacBook? Okay. Uh, right, now, are you talking about the MacBook or the MacBook Air or just uh-huh. the whole family in general?
1: Now um, herein lies the, uh, lies the issue because there seems to be something wrong with every member of the MacBook family right? So the MacBook Air is pretty much on its last legs even though it's, it's quite popular still but mm-hmm. I mean they're not um, they're being phased out I think it's, it's fair to say uh, the MacBook uh, full stop, which is its you know de facto replacement and in, in all its niceness. Um, very expensive, starting at what, 18, 1,800 hundred euro. No, the, around? The in and around fifteen and 15, up. Fifteen, yeah. okay. Um, but serious problems with the new keyboard, with the action on the keyboard. If any sort of dust gets in there, um, no, the keys start locking. Okay, so that's not good. Apple is looking down the barrel of a class action suit in the states over it um just that yeah okay nice butterfly keyboard nice action on the keys however if anything gets stuck in there at all no you can't clean it out the key just stops working so that's that's a big mark against it if you have a laptop that is a, an unreliable keyboard i mean what's the what's the point um now with the new macbook pros um strikes against them are as follows uh, they use the butterfly keyboard mm-hmm. which we we I just uh, outlined there. There is that ridiculous touch bar thing. Oh, and I spec'd up a um, MacBook Pro with a view to it being my primary machine over the next ten years. That's my timeline. So um, I spec'd out a desktop and found okay, right. That's going to be pricey enough, but I think I'll get a a, a lot of time out of it. Spec'd up. The equivalent model-ish, with a little bit of give and take for mm. it still being a laptop, and the MacBook Pro, over €3,000. I am not spending €3,000 on a laptop. right? And also, sort of the last, last strike against them at this stage is that um, I've never been comfortable bringing my laptop about with me. Okay. No, I'm not the guy that sits in Starbucks with their laptop up and tippity tapping away. I'm okay. not that guy because I'm petrified of something happening. Okay. Um my tablets, no problem. We'll do that all day. Um my iPad, well, whatever have you. Um I do not mind doing that at all. It's comfortable, it makes sense, it's light, yada yada. Mm. Uh the nature of the work I do, it's it's, you know, lightweight stuff anyway. Uh I do not see the point in sitting down with three thousand euros worth of MacBook Pro in front of me. It would have it would be a fashion accessory in any sort of public context like that. And I'm not willing to take that sort of risk with 3,000 euros worth of equipment. Now, I'm going to uh, I'm going to cause a lot of controversy. Okay. Uh,
0: and uh, I'll either stun you in silence okay. or I'll make you laugh. Okay. Okay. Uh, because we all know my attitude to Apple products yes, over the years. Yeah, well documented. And after you uh, saying all of that, I um, I don't agree with you at all. Wow. Wow. Apple, uh, for all that I may say about them, make extremely good hardware. And even though you do say that uh, their laptops are expensive, and I agree, you know, 1,500 quid and upwards, uh, but you are getting a really good laptop for that mm-hmm. and something that will last you time and does have the horsepower to do the computing that you need it to do, uh, be that just typing a letter or doing some proper graphic work or whatever happens to be on it. Uh, I also particularly like uh, Apple hardware. We're using the, the FireWire port or whatever it is um, uh, that you can plug it into a cinema display and that you can use a, a proper size keyboard. And and mouse, and that is a fantastic combination because I hate this working on a laptop all the time. I do appreciate the big screen Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the keyboard, or more traditional uh, computer sized screen, shall shall, shall we say. So I think, you know, you're looking at it just on purely the amount of money, but you've got to say to yourself, well, hang on a minute, you know, how much am I spending and what is the quality of what I'm getting? I think you're getting a quality product. But I agree in that I think Apple uh, stuff is overpriced. So, even though it may be three grand for the laptop, I'd say it's probably worth maybe two.
1: (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Do you you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Uh, I uh, I have a MacBook Air, and it's the best laptop that I got ever. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I like about it is, I got the 13 inch, so it's just a nice size for, for transporting around or for using in Starbucks, should I so wish. Mm. Uh, where I've gone a little bit controversial is one of the first things I did with a MacBook Air was installed Windows 10 on it. Mm. <laughs> but it's dual boot. Yeah. So I can use my Windows for my typing and my internet and yada yada and whatever Word documents and whatever it happens to be. And then I can flip over and then I can use Pro Tools or I can use Final Cut Pro for, uh, for my video and audio editing. Mm. And then I have no worries about viruses either. Mm. Uh, on my editing and I can do all that and then I have it set up so that it automatically backs up everything whenever I'm uh, in my apartment and uh, yeah so no I must say I'm very happy with it it did cost a pretty penny though Mm. I mean it was I can't remember twelve hundred quid or something like that yeah like I,
1: that, I remember right? at the time it being quite expensive,
0: yeah so uh so no i'd uh, so no I don't agree I think if you are going to and also remember you are talking about buying paying say three grand on a laptop you're mm. talking about something you want that's going to last ten years mm. yeah three hundred quid a year. Mm. I suppose Come when at it that way okay. well anyway that's it uh, for myself Dusty and from my co-presenter Scrooge <laughs> <laughs> I've got one last one for you Okay, one please. last one for you it's Google Maps alright Uh, and it's not so much that I'm over Google Maps because I find it uh, incredibly useful and I think Mm -hmm. it's fantastic Uh, but what I'm (laughs) over is the voice directions on Google Maps because in Ireland it's brilliant Mm -hmm. it's like you know blah 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 in 200 metres turn left onto O'Connell Street and then continue straight Mm. and that's not a problem until you go to Greece or Cyprus or, or Iran or whoever it is where they've got these really long street names mm-hmm. in, incomprehensible uh, to you and I. Ah,
1: by the time they've read like out the street name.
0: No kidding. Really? Absolutely no kidding. It's like a 300 metres turn left onto road. <laughs> 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 I've missed the flipping road. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So I just wish maybe there is a setting in there that I haven't found just yet where you can turn off the, the, uh, but in, in the cars what I find is great um, is you know it's kind of in 300 metres turn left
1: yeah. <laughs> that's all
0: I need <laughs> you know if I knew the name of the road I wouldn't need the voice directions mm. ah, there we go <laughs> all right. So listen, there we go. Listen, that's it. That was a great topic, actually, for a little uh, for a show. For, so thank you very much for not. a rainy day, for a rainy. Well, uh, hey, oh well, it is summer, yeah. Okay, that's <laughs> 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 pretty much our show for this week. Uh, the program is supported by PRTG from Paisler, which monitors your IT infrastructure twenty four seven, and all importantly will tell you about problems before your users even notice. If you want to look like a genius and work smarter, faster, and better, check out their system it's online at paisler.com of course you can get the lowdown on all things tech in Ireland with hourly updates daily newsletters and more at our website techcentral.ie and of course you can listen to us online or Fridays at 5pm on DAB Digital Radio with RTE Radio 1 Extra until next week from myself Dusty Rhodes and from Nile Kitson. thanks so much for listening have a great weekend get tech radio subscribe for free with iTunes or download on demand at techcentral.ie